Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 156. Welcome to episode 156 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, on last week's show, I talked a lot about family uh, because this is the time of year when a lot of us are seeing family members that maybe we have not seen in a while and maybe we haven't had to use some of the vocabulary around our extended family. So if you missed that and you are in this season right now as I'm recording this, it's November. So we just wrapped up with Thanksgiving here in the U.S. or El Día de Acción de Gracias. And we are in that season where some of us haven't seen family in a little while, especially coming out of the pandemic. Uh, a lot of people haven't been able to get together. I know even this year, some people had to isolate from their families still because of COVID. So it feels like this thing is just going on. Um, it's just going to be here to stick with us, right? <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, I reviewed a lot of the vocabulary around talking about your in-laws and extended family. So a lot of us are, are familiar with a lot of the basic vocabulary like tío, tía, uncle and aunt, primo, cousin, those types of things we hear a lot. But in uh, last week's episode, I talked a lot about vocabulary for the extended family uh, with a bachata song by Romeo Santos. So make sure you go back and check that out if you haven't already. I might help you get ready for some of the winter holiday gatherings that will be coming up. Uh, so if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, especially in North America, this time of year, there are a lot of holiday parties, get togethers with friends and family. So um, we have been talking a lot about that 
uh, on the podcast and we'll continue to do so through the month of December. Uh, But I do want to give you a heads up that we will be having uh, a little bit of a challenge coming up that we will offer as we move into 2023. So make sure you stay tuned so you learn more about that. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa. Also that you're in our Facebook group. Uh, if you're not, you can go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash Facebook. We will be making announcements in there as well. So make sure you're tuned in because you don't want to miss this. Um, we have some exciting things coming up for 2023. And I want you to be a part of it if you're still on this journey to Spanish fluency. All right, so this week's episode, we are going to be talking about Christmas time, right? Navidad. <laughs> Now, whether or not you celebrate this particular holiday, it is really a big part of the traditions and culture throughout the Spanish-speaking world, particularly in Latin America. So I thought it would be nice to highlight some holiday traditions from one of my favorite places, Puerto Rico. So to do that, I'm going to be sharing a dialogue from one of our courses that we have. Now, you may be familiar with our Learn Spanish with Music course and some of our flagship courses, our uh, Spanish Juan Salsa Fluency Club, which is our membership that we offer. But we also do have some very specific courses and resource guides, right? So we have some, some books that give you a lot of the terminology that's used throughout the Caribbean. Uh, because Espanol del Caribe, or Spanish from the Caribbean, is not always highlighted in the programs that we get, right? When we're trying to learn Spanish, we find a lot of um, European Spanish or Mexican Spanish highlighted, but not really Spanish from the Caribbean. You know, usually people say, oh, I can't understand them. They talk too fast, blah, 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 right? <laughs> but the fact of the matter is some of the best music, dance, culture of Latin America comes from the Caribbean region. So uh, it was something that was a passion of mine because I absolutely love to travel in the Caribbean. Oh, especially this time of year. I don't know about you guys, but the days are getting shorter here um, in the Northern Hemisphere and I am not enjoying it. So I am definitely going to be looking to go closer to the equator as the winter months go on. Uh, but in, in any case, uh, a lot of Caribbean language and culture is ignored, quite frankly, by the academic uh, language learning and language teaching community. So I thought that it was necessary as someone who needed these resources. When I was first learning Spanish, I was traveling to Cuba, to Puerto Rico, to Dominican Republic, to uh, the coast of Colombia, uh, places where people do not speak the way that you hear in traditional language courses. So this was a passion project of mine to really highlight not only the, the words, right? Because there are a lot of different um, expressions and not just slang, right? But just the words for everyday things. Like for example, in Puerto Rico, the word naranja in Spanish, which is orange, uh, you think, oh, it's the name of a fruit, right? It should be the same almost everywhere. But in Puerto Rico, for some reason, they call naranjas chinas, So kind of like the country China, <laughs> they call um, oranges China. So that is a difference in, in Puerto Rico. And if you hear it and, you know, when you go there or you're talking to someone from there, you might be really, really confused because you're like, but I learned in the textbook that this is Naranja. What are you saying? But no, there's that's just one example. But there's a ton of things like that. So it's not just, you know, people, you know, talking slang or like reggaeton music, that kind of thing. It's literally day to day conversations that people have and not only vocabulary, but also the culture. So there are lots and lots of traditions for the winter holidays all throughout Latin America. Uh, you may be familiar with uh, like Christmas Eve. It's celebrated a little bit more in Latin America as, as well as like the Three Kings. Like as you get into January, there's just lots of traditions that are a little bit different than they are in the U.S. and in Canada. So 
um, I wanted to highlight some of those differences with a dialogue from our Puerto Rican Spanish 101 course. Now, this course is one of our Caribbean Spanish courses that's available. And if you're listening to this before November 30th, so this episode is coming out on the 29th. So you got one more day if you just if you listen to it when it comes out. Uh, we do have a Black Friday sale where we're offering a discount on our Caribbean Spanish courses. Uh, you can go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 156 for episode 156 um, of this podcast. Or if you're already on our email list, just go check your inbox. Make sure it's not in your promotions or spam folder. We definitely sent it to you. We sent out a lot of Black Friday deals, and this is one of them. But even if you're listening to this after Black Friday, uh, you can check out our Caribbean Spanish courses. Uh, we do have a website, CaribbeanSpanish101.com um, as well. So you can go there for more resources about Caribbean Spanish specifically. But uh, in this episode, I'm specifically highlighting Puerto Rico. So we do have uh, separate courses for Dominican Spanish as well as Cuban Spanish. Uh, we're working on uh, Colombian Spanish, which some of you know if you heard our episode about Encanto. Uh, but yeah, so so we really are passionate about um, making sure these cultures are highlighted and the Spanish that's spoken in different regions is accessible not only to obviously people who are traveling there, but to a Spanish learner like you who may be thinking about traveling there or you want to talk to people in your community that are from these regions that it's really important to understand something about the culture and language uh, from each country and even regions within the countries. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you a dialogue from our Puerto Rican Spanish 101 course. Of course, you can, um, course, of course, <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in doing a deeper dive into Puerto Rican Spanish and also getting a transcript of this particular conversation, you can sign up for our course. Again, go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 156, and we'll include all the links for how you can learn more about our Puerto Rican Spanish course and our Puerto Rican Spanish, um, you know, we have a bilingual dictionary and phrase book that covers all of the words and phrases that you will only hear in Puerto Rico. So if you really want to get ready for traveling, you can definitely find that book. If you want the hard copy, you can get it actually on Amazon.com, but you can get the ebook as well as uh, audio. So you can hear how the word sounds on our website. So again, that is a resource that we provide. And in this episode, I'm sharing a conversation about Navidad. So this is all about Christmas. Uh, and there are several traditions practiced in Puerto Rico. And you might be thinking, well, if you're from like the northern part of uh, the U.S., you're thinking, man, Christmas always involves snow and, you know, cold weather. <laughs> How is Christmas celebrated in places where it's warm all year round, right? So this will give you some insight into Puerto Rican culture. They're talking about, it's actually a phone conversation. This is a really interesting dialogue. And all of these are, you know, native speakers from Puerto Rico. And they're talking about some recipes for some very famous uh, dishes and drinks that are made during the uh, winter holiday season in Puerto Rico. So uh, stay tuned. I want you to listen to this conversation. Now, the way all of our dialogues work in our courses, we provide the conversation, you know, you just get to hear it at regular speed. So you get to hear exactly how it would sound if you were listening in on the conversation. So you're kind of like eavesdropping. <laughs> and then we have the conversation repeated a little bit slower so that if you miss something, maybe you catch it the second time around. Uh, and then finally, we have a version that includes the translation in English after every line. So that'll leave no doubt if you if you didn't understand something, uh, it'll leave no doubt as to what's being said. And at the end of every conversation, we also provide a list of vocabulary and phrases that are unique to the region. So what you're going to hear is a, a phone call um, all about uh, Christmas in Puerto Rico, and then you're going to hear 
uh, a little slower version of the conversation. You'll hear it with English translation, and then you'll hear a list of words that were used that are unique to Puerto Rico. Okay. So that's the plan for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, and again, if you're interested in learning more about our Caribbean Spanish courses, just go to our website, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 156, and we'll have all of those resources linked up with this episode. All right. So enjoy this conversation from our Puerto Rican Spanish course. Dialogo 6. Cocinando una cena navideña. Dialogue 6. Cooking a Christmas dinner. Carmen preguntándole a Norma por el teléfono la receta para cocinar los pasteles y el coquito. Carmen asking Norma over the phone for the coquito recipe and pasteles. ¿Aló? Sí, con Normita, por favor. Sí, con ella habla. Es Carmen, tu prima. ¡Huepa! ¿Cómo está? Todo bien aquí, bien. Trabajando duro, como siempre. ¡Qué bueno! Me alegro. Tenemos para preguntarte, ¿cuáles eran los ingredientes del coquito? Es que tenemos una parranda en casa el jueves y todo viene a comer y a cantar. Bueno, pues eso es un mamey. Necesita crema de coco, leche condensada, leche evaporada, leche de coco, canela y ron blanco. ¿Tiene que tener ron? Es que se va a dar tremenda borrachera. Va a estar un chorro gendido toda la noche. Lo puedes hacer con o sin ron. Gracias mil, Norma. No te preocupes y no olvides hervir los pasteles y hacer el tembleque. Gracias por acordármelo. Now listen to the dialogue a little slower. Sí, con ella habla. Es Carmen, tu prima. ¡Huepa! ¿Cómo está? Todo bien aquí, bien. Trabajando duro como siempre. ¡Qué bueno! Me alegro. Tenemos para preguntarte, ¿cuáles eran los ingredientes del coquito? Es que tenemos una parranda en casa el jueves y todo viene a comer y a cantar. Bueno, pues eso es un mamey. Necesita crema de coco, leche condensada, leche evaporada, leche de coco, canela y ron blanco. Tiene que tener ron. Es que se va a dar tremenda borrachera. Va a estar un chorro gendido toda la noche. Lo puedes hacer con o sin ron. Gracias mil, Norma. No te preocupes y no olvides hervir los pasteles y hacer el tembleque. Gracias por acordármelo. Now listen to the dialogue with the English translation. Hello? Sí, con Normita, por favor. Hello? May I speak to Norma, please? Sí, con ella habla. This is her. Es Carmen, tu prima. It's your cousin Carmen. Huepa, ¿cómo está? Hey, how are you? Todo bien aquí, bien. Trabajando duro como siempre. Everything is good here, doing well, working hard like always. Qué bueno, me alegro. That's good, I'm happy for you. Tenemos para preguntarte, ¿cuáles eran los ingredientes del coquito? Es que tenemos una parranda en casa el jueves y todo viene a comer y a cantar. I'm calling you to ask, what are the ingredients for el coquito? 
It's just that we have a party at home on Thursday. Everyone is coming to eat and sing. Bueno, pues eso es un mamey. Necesita crema de coco, leche condensada, leche evaporada, leche de coco, canela y ron blanco. Good, well that's easy. You'll need coconut cream, condensed milk, evaporated milk, coconut milk, cinnamon, and white rum. Tiene que tener ron. Es que se va a dar tremenda borrachera. Va a estar un chorro gendido toda la noche. Does it have to be with rum? They are going to get drunk. They're going to be wasted all night long. Lo puede hacer con o sin rum. It can be with or without rum. Gracias mil, Norma. Thank you very much, Norma. No te preocupes y no olvides hervir los pasteles y hacer el tembleque. No problem. And don't forget to boil the pasteles and make the tembleque. Gracias por acordármelo. Thank you for reminding me. Palabras boricuas en diálogo 6. Puerto Rican words in dialogue 6. Number 1. Alo. Alo. Meaning hello. Expression to use on the phone. Alo. Number 2. Parranda. Parranda. When a group of people go to a house and sing Christmas carols, drink and eat. Usually, they take place at midnight and on holiday season. Parranda. Number three, borrachera. Borrachera. To be drunk. Borrachera. Number four, gendios. Gendios. To be wasted on alcohol. Gendios. Number five, gracias mil. Gracias mil. A thousand thank yous or thank you a lot. Gracias mil. Number six, pasteles. Pasteles. A typical Puerto Rican platter made with plantain, stuffed meat or chicken, garbanzo beans, sweet red pepper and olives wrapped in plantain leaves. Pasteles. Number seven, tembleque. Tembleque. Puerto Rican coconut pudding dessert. Tembleque. Number eight. Huepa. Huepa. It can be used as a greeting like hey or hello and as a form of celebration like all right or congratulations. Huepa. Number nine. Mamey. Mamey. Easy. Mamey. Number ten. Chorro. Chorro. A lot. Chorro. I hope you enjoyed listening to that conversation from our Puerto Rican Spanish 101 course. Um, and again, in the course itself, we have a lot more where this came from. Again, you'll be able to actually uh, read through the transcript of this dialogue so you can also see. I know it's one thing to sort of hear it a few times and you may still be missing a few things. So definitely, if you're interested, sign up for the course. Um, as with most of the things that we offer, we do have a money back guarantee. So yeah, just check it out. Maybe you know you want to be able to understand your friends from Puerto Rico a little bit better or you're planning to travel there one day. I know it's a very popular destination because in the U.S. it's a place that you can travel without a passport. So you don't need a passport to go there because it is still technically part of the United States. Um, even though it's a territory, it's a little bit complicated there. 
um, actual status, but that's a whole other story for another day. Bottom line is if you're interested in Puerto Rican culture, um, I definitely recommend visiting during the wintertime. Uh, you'll have a completely different Christmas experience and you'll be able to enjoy some warm weather as well as some winter holiday cheer because you won't be so cold. Oh my gosh, I hate being cold. Anyway, <laughs> um, so one thing I wanted to mention from this conversation, it was mentioned in the dialogue, but it wasn't really singled out later, but I want to bring it to your attention because if you have not had Coquito, then you are missing out on life. Um, <laughs> Coquito is a drink that was mentioned. And actually at the beginning of the conversation, uh, this was like sort of the recipe that she was asking for. She's like, hey, I, I need to know what's your Coquito recipe because just like most things, like, you know how your grandmother has that favorite recipe that she always cooks, whether it's her sweet potato pie or something that no one else knows what to make. Coquito is one of those things. So everyone kind of, you know, has their way of making it and they might make it seem like it's a bit of a secret. Like, oh, you don't know how I make my Coquito. But um, basically the recipe was given in the dialogue. So <laughs> if you want to give it a try. But I actually did make my own one year when my friends who were from Puerto Rico that used to make it for me moved away. And also uh, something that happened was I became 100% plant-based, so I don't consume dairy anymore. So for those of you who might be lactose intolerant or just have issues with dairy um, in general, or if you're vegan or plant-based, um, yeah, you can make coquito without the, the milk. You can actually use... They have condensed milk and evaporated milk, but you can use uh, like the coconut versions of those. You can use any plant-based milk like almond milk. Um, there's flax milk. There's all kinds of things. But I actually made it for my family, I think the year before last or last year. Can't remember. Um, and yeah, everyone loved it uh, and it didn't have any of the dairy. But yeah, it's it's basically like a coconut um, and rum uh, sort of infusion. It's got some cinnamon, some other spices. Uh, and it's a really, really good drink. So think of it like, it's kind of like coconut eggnog, I guess, that's spiked. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, if you have an opportunity to have some coquito, make sure you take advantage because it is really, really good. Um, if you want some more recipes, definitely send a message at Learn Spanish Con Salsa <laughs> because we can share with you some recipes from Puerto Rico if you want to experiment. But it's always best to to just go there, right? Just visit um, especially during this time of year in the winter and get you some coquito. And they also talk about some other uh, desserts there that are very popular, pasteles, tembleque. So yeah, um, it's just a fun time. And they also talked about paranda, which is really, um, you know, it's it's a tradition there that I believe is really just unique to the island. Uh, there's lots of singing. There is just like this really festive vibe in the streets. I guess it, the closest thing that you would have to that in North America would be Christmas caroling, which I don't think people do anymore. I think that was like from the 50s, right? <laughs> people would go around singing Christmas songs. I don't know. But in any case, um, it's much it's much different than that. Um, <laughs> a little bit more different rhythm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a tradition that's still practiced on the island. And it's something really unique to experience. So if you haven't experienced Puerto Rico or the Caribbean in general uh, in the wintertime, make sure, you know, next year you go. Or maybe even, hey, if you listen to this, if you're listening to this, <laughs> can't even talk. I'm thinking about Coquito. Uh, if you're listening to this in November or December, it's not too late, right? Book your trip. Go in January. Um, experience a little bit of this uh, winter hol holiday season uh, in the islands. I think you'll actually love it. So again, Coquito is something you have to try. And another fun fact about that. Uh, I think it's like the national animal. I don't know what the proper term is for it. But of Puerto Rico is actually the coqui, 
which uh, is like a little, I guess it's like a little frog, but they make this very distinct sound. And I think we've talked about it before on the podcast. I'll include it in the show notes so you guys can hear it. Um, but it's a very distinct sound uh, that the koki make. And it's, again, something very unique to Puerto Rico. So anytime you see it, it looks like a little, like I said, I think it's like a little frog or toad. I don't know exactly the species, <laughs> but it's a very distinct look. Um, so yeah, I will, we'll include that in, in the show notes so you can see it if you haven't seen it before. But Koki is uh, C-O-Q-U-I. So, and Coquito, C-O-Q-U-I-T-O, if you want to look for a recipe. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this episode again. Check out Puerto Rican Spanish 101 course. Uh, look on our website, learnspanishconsalsa.com. And as always, I hope something that you heard in this episode has helped you go at least un paso más cerquita, one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.